Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of The Wilder the Better, and today I have some very exciting news. We have the first ever podcast guest with us. That's right, so I will introduce her shortly, but first let's talk about the topic today. Today we're going to be talking about rom-com movies. If you're not a rom-com fan, don't turn this off. Maybe you'll want to check one out. But with that being said, I would like to introduce the guest. Can we get a drum roll, please? We have on today my sister and best friend, Camille Wilder. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, this will be so fun. So, first I have a question for you. Do you watch rom-coms? All the time. They're my favorite type of movie ever. Okay, good. We agree. I guess I knew that about you since you're my sister, but just for the listeners. Um... Do you, are you a Hallmark person? Only at Christmas time. Interesting. So you don't like like the fall back in love, like cheesy fall ones? Oh, that's true. Those are good too. I only like a seasonal rom-com from Hallmark, not just a general one. That's true. Yeah, I feel like Hallmark is kind of one of those, you either love it or you don't. So you'd say you love it overall? Sure, yeah, I guess. <laughs> okay, good. Okay, moving on from Hallmark, let's get into more of the rom-coms that actually have a plot. Sorry, Hallmark. What is your favorite rom-com, would you say? Definitely 10 Things I Hate About You. I know I've made you watch that one over and over again all the time. Is that the one with, like, Julia something? What's the last name? Julia Stiles and Heath Ledger. So good. Is that she plays soccer? And, like, whatever... Right? Does she play soccer? And then they try to get her to go out. Yeah, it's Two Sisters. It's The Taming of the Shrew, a remake. And she's Kat Stratford, the shrew. She's really scary, and no one wants to date her, but she has to date so her little sister can date. Interesting. I do remember that one now. I feel like they all, all the titles sound the same. Yeah, that's true. What's your favorite rom-com? My favorite, it's more of like a comedy kind of, which is why I like it, but it's a rom-com accounts, is The Proposal with Sandra Bullock and what's that dude? I think he's married to Blake Lively, right? Ryan Reynolds? Is yeah, that him? Uh-huh. Yeah, and it's it's just such a good movie. It's so cute. It's basically the premise. I won't ruin it, but the premise is that like a CEO boss, which is Sandra Bullock, it has a visa for the Amer- America or so- something where she maybe she needs a visa, so she has to get a yellow card marriage. Green card Green marriage. card, thank you. Green card mar- same color, stoplight. At least I didn't say red. <laughs> but basically, she needs to marry someone so that she can stay in her position and stay in America because, I don't know, she's going to get deported or something. So she says, hey, I am engaged and I'm going to get married, which is a lie, so that she can stay because she's kind of like a head honcho. Like, she worked really hard to get where she is and bullied a lot of people because, I mean basically all movies with Sandra Bullock, but so she's, she says she's engaged to her assistant, and her assistant didn't know that, and her assistant's Ryan Reynolds, and so they go back to his hometown, and it's kind of like a, like, telling the families they're engaged, even though they're not, and I don't know, it's just a really cute, cute movie, but yeah, do you like that one? Oh yeah, it's definitely one of my favorites. <laughs> yeah, I love the, the, there's like a part where Betty White is in it, and she's like a, 
like the weird grandma and she's like by a fire and she's like doing like a weird ritual chant and then she wants uh sandra bullock's character to join in i don't remember her actual character's name but whatever and she's like starts singing to the window to the wall it's just so funny and she's i don't know it's just a great cast isn't it yeah uh-huh okay camille i have a very important question for you what would you say your favorite trope is you know like friends to lovers enemies to lovers that type of thing Ooh, that's a good question it's definitely hard to pick just one i love a good pride and prejudice-esque enemies to lovers i'm also a huge fan of like in the proposal fake dating where they're pretending to date and then they actually fall in love in the process i think that's always a good one that is good I'd have to agree with you. I I like the fake dating because it's like, I mean, everybody watching the movie knows they're actually going to end up together, but like, it's such a cute, like, how do they get there type of thing, you know? Yeah. Okay, so I know we already talked about Hallmark, so we won't exhaust that topic, but I feel like there are a lot of elements of a rom-com that can either make it successful or make it the worst movie that you've ever seen. And I know you know me, like... I can watch the dumbest movie in the world and not know it's dumb and then be like, oh, I love that movie and it'll make me cry because I loved it so much. And so maybe I'm not great to talk about this. So what do you think makes a rom-com like good in your opinion? I think it has to be, I don't know, I guess there has to be a lot of good chemistry between the characters and you have to really want them to end up together. Like, there was, what was that one on Netflix that looked really good in the trailers but ended up not being that good? There's a lot of those. It was newer with Reese Witherspoon and Ashton Kutcher. Oh, yeah. Um, Your Place or Mine. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That one got about 20 minutes in, and I did not care about the characters, and I did not care whether they ended up together or not, and they weren't even in the same place. So I think it's important that whatever movie magic makes it happen where you're rooting for the couple to end up together. Yeah, that's very true. I also couldn't get through that movie. Maybe I'll try it again, because if I can't get through it, they should put it back on the consideration board to chop or something, because I don't know. But no offense to that movie or Netflix. Sponsor us. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) That would be funny if they, like, listen to this and then... They're like, we want to sponsor you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but yeah, that's a good point. And I feel like, too, with books, like, if it's like a, you read the book and then they make it into a movie, you know, like, they have to, like, somehow capture that in the movie as well, which is super hard, so that chemistry is definitely an important factor. Oh, while we're on that subject, you know I've been recommending a lot of rom-com books to you. Do you have a favorite one of those? It's a good question. I, unfortunately, I don't have too much time to read. I know that you'll, be, like, send me back to school with, like, a book, and then I'll be like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that, and I see it in my drawer, which is super sad. But what was the question? <laughs> Your favorite rom-com books. Oh. Hmm. I just read one called The Cheat Sheet, which was super cute. It was, like, a friends-to-lovers type of thing where he was, like, a football star, and she was just, like a best friend but they both like really liked each other and both of them didn't want to say it because they didn't want to ruin the relationship it was so cute and I really hope they make it into a movie I think it was Sarah Adams right 
Yeah, that one was so good. I also love When in Rome by Sarah Adams. Oh, yes. That's a Roman Holiday with Audrey Hepburn inspired book. That one is so good. That's super good. I love that. She's like a celebrity, right? And then like drives to the closest Rome, which is in like Kentucky or something. Yeah, she goes to a small town, ends up staying with a hot baker man. (laughs) So good. So good. Yeah, we love Sarah Adams here. Yeah. If you guys haven't heard of her books and you're under 30, maybe check it out. (laughs) If you're over 30, also check it out. eh, Okay. Yeah, it's up to you. Books have no age, I guess, huh? Sometimes. I don't know. You might not enjoy it as much as we do, but it's worth a shot. Okay, so what if we discussed rom-coms decade by decade? Are you down for that? Yeah, we might have to have some decade gaps. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, what is your, like, what's your favorite movie from, like, the 50s to 60s, would you say? Rom-com, that is. Um, definitely Roman Holiday with Audrey Hepburn. That I've seen that movie at least three times. It's so good. She's like a princess who pretends not to be a princess and goes on an adventure with a journalist in Rome. So good. Is that the one where she's like on a scooter? Yeah. Oh, I've never seen it. I've just seen the art picture scrolling for movies. Interesting. I don't, I don't really know any older movies, to be honest. The oldest movie I know is like Pride and Prejudice. (laughs) Old setting, new movie. That's true. That one's good, though. I prefer the BBC one. There's, like, two versions that are, like, decent. One is, like, the short one with... Who are the actors in that one? Kira Knightley? Um, yeah. Mm, I don't know. I'm not sure. One of them has Colin Firth and one of them doesn't. And Colin the one, Firth is in the long one. Yeah, the BBC one. I don't know. Well, basically, one of the versions is, like, two and a half hours. Maybe two hours. Which is, like standard for a movie maybe a little long and then the other one the bbc one is like seven hours long yeah it's and like it's a series wonderful it's so good yeah you have to like switch cds and like if yeah you're watching it on dvd like an old person which is the way to do it i mean we i've been watching the cds that we have even though we probably have access to it on one of our streaming services but there's something so like I don't know, great about switching the CD and, like, knowing where it's messed up and scratched and then it's, like, Mr. Darcy's, like, standing in the field for too long because it's scratched and it won't move and you're like, what? And then you're like, oh, yeah. (laughs) I don't know. That one is excellent. It also follows the book really well. I had watched that before I had ever read the book and when I finally did, I was like, this is literally the exact script. I love that so much when, like, movies do that. Because it's, like, a lot of times I feel like it's only loosely related, like, some of the general things. Another movie that does that, or, uh, yeah, another movie that does that really well, following the book, is The Help. I know that that's not, like, a rom-com, but I remember, like, reading it and then watch. I, I think I read it first and then watched the movie for, like, the first time in my entire life I did that. And I remember uh, reading the or no, wait, I'm confused now. I, okay, I read the book and then watched the movie, yes. And then the first line in the movie is, like, the first line in the book. And I was like, oh, my goodness. And you could literally, 
like they would quote the book so much it was such a like perfect way to do that because then it follows it closely i just love that okay so let's are you okay with like jumping decades like i don't there's not a lot in between i started talking about the help which is like made and written in like 2011 so what decade do you want to do now yeah also the help is not a (laughs) rom-com i would say the 90s and 2000s are like the golden age of rom-coms with the 90s you have like clueless which is excellent um and also my favorite um 10 things i hate about you yes yes also isn't like while you were sleeping that one yeah that's a good one yeah that one also has sandra bullock i feel i feel like Sandra Bullock, uh, she wouldn't strike me as someone who is in a a rom-com just because her acting is so, like, I don't know. It's not, like, cookie-cutter, like, like, um, rom-com actors. Like, you know how, like, Hallmark has all the same type of girls who are, like, I don't know, overly, like, like, girly and chipper. and like sweet and doe-wide. Yeah, and not that Sandra Bullock isn't. I mean, I don't know her, but... She just plays a lot of really tough characters, like in Miss Congeniality, which yeah. is like a spy beating people up. Yeah, which I feel like is a perfect for her. Mm-hmm. But she's also really good in that. Um, 2000s, Legally Blonde. Oh, Absolute yes. peak rom-com. So good. Also, The Wedding Planner is pretty good. I haven't seen that one. My Ooh. Big Fat Greek Wedding, so good. She's like the... The protagonist of that one is so awkward and wonderful. My Big Fat Greek Wedding? Yeah. Oh, I've seen that. Uh-huh. It's so cute. She, like, hides from him behind the yeah, counter. Yeah, yeah. So She's, like, the most relatable character mm-hmm. ever. Let's see. What else? How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. That one's pretty good. This is our love fern. <laughs> oh, that one's so cringy, though. Oh, 13 going on 30 has got to be in that range somewhere right yeah that's a good one that one's good oh a cinderella story i don't know if that counts as like a rom-com but like it's so cute the one with hillary duff and chad michael murray who whoo i like that one that one's so good but when she's getting bullied it gives me secondhand embarrassment <laughs> yeah that's true diner girl <laughs> that's so funny um princess diaries one and two. Oh yes classic i just rewatched that that I don't know if that actually holds up or if it's just childhood nostalgia that keeps it up there for me, but it's so good. I heard they're going to make another one. I sure hope so. I think they were going to do that a while ago and then never did, but I'm pretty sure they're actually going to this time, which is kind of scary. Um, Another one I can think of is She's the Man. I, I think that's a rom-com. It's like another Shakespeare. I can't remember which much ado about nothing, I think. Yeah, I think so. But she's, like, it's Amanda Bynes, who we love Amanda Bynes. Mm-hmm. And then some other people. I don't I don't know. But um, that one's really good. Um, also, my favorite. Oh, man, I can't remember what it's called. Oh, The Proposal, Der. That one's really good. I think that was written in, or made in, like, 2009 or something like that. But needless to say, there are a lot of fun movies. And I think, would you agree that the 2000s and, like, late 90s are like the best era for those yeah i think the majority of those ones are good and then as we get either older or more recent there's only select few that hold up i know it's kind of sad because i feel like i don't know i don't know what happened now there's just not a lot of good plots or everything's taken or something or must be yeah 
One more recent one that I love, though, is Set It Up. That one's on Netflix. Oh. like, two assistants who are overworked, and so they work together to set up their, like, mean, overbearing bosses. Oh, yes, that one's good. What's the actress? One of the assistants? Oh, is it Haley something? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. That one's really good, though. Yeah, it is good. I wish that, you know how, like, Amazon has, like, who's in the film right now? Like, it has, like, their actors listed and stuff, but, like, also it has, like, the song that's playing in the moment, and then also, like, the list of the actors, like, on the side of, like, who's in the scene. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, uh-huh. I really wish Amazon, or <laughs> Netflix had that, because I really love how, like, Amazon Prime does that, because I'm like, oh, that person looks familiar, but they're an extra, that's weird, and then it'll literally have them. yeah. Something that's really scary and futuristic that I've noticed on some, like, Prime Originals, like, uh, The Summer I Turned Pretty and Daisy Jones and the Six, is that there will be, like, a shop section in that same menu now. Yes! It's really cool because then you can be like, I want to dress like Daisy Jones. I want to dress like whoever from The Summer I Turned Pretty. Yes, (laughs) Belly. And you can, like, shop for stuff on Amazon inspired by the show I think that's really scary and futuristic but it's also kind of cool it's super cool because I remember when Amazon first had that you could like submit a picture and then have it play it um like selects what's in the picture and then has it bring it to like an Amazon product do you know what I'm talking about no I don't think I've ever done that before well yeah I, I don't really know but it's recent and um Anyway, if I liked something that, like, an actor was wearing, I either had to Google it or take a picture on my phone and then submit it to the Amazon thing for them to, just, like, find what's similar. But, like, this just negates that, and, like, you can just do it right away. Yeah. Of course, Amazon clothes are probably poorly and unethically made. It's true. It's true. But there are some things that, like, our actual name brand, maybe, maybe it's a lie. Maybe they just sewed the thing in. I don't know. Anyway, well, yeah rom-coms two thumbs up for me how many thumbs up for you two two well <laughs> that's four thumbs ups over here <laughs> well yes thank you for listening i think we'll wrap up this episode 20 minutes of talking about rom-coms is a lot i could go forever yeah me too honestly i'm thinking about rom-coms now and i think we should watch one yep after this we're having a marathon i agree well, I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode, and I did start an email for this podcast, so if you are curious about a topic, or if you want to have your opinion heard about something that we said because you strongly disagree, feel free to email me at thewilderthebetter.podcast at gmail.com. So there's that if you feel like emailing. If I don't get to you, it's because my demand is so high. (laughs) So I might not. But yes, be sure to stay tuned for new episodes dropping soon. And thank you, Camille, for being the guest today. The first ever guest. How does it feel? Feels very good. We have a lot of outtakes. So stay tuned after the exiting music or before. Or during. Or during. Oh, interesting. Well, stay tuned for the bloopers because there are a lot and half of the things that we're keeping in here should be bloopers. So anyway, see you guys later and thank you for listening. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Sorry.
Me? 